Welcome to the CobraCast with the present VP. For this episode, we would like to thank these valued partners. Is your scratched window ruining your view? Starting from scratch to your experts at removing scratches from windows and any glass surface. Whether it's general scratches around the home or a knife graffiti tag shop front, they can remove it. They're also helping the environment by saving the window from being dumped into landfill while bringing the glass back to its former glory without the scratches. Don't replace your scratched window. Repair it with Starting From Scratched, your glass and scratch removal specialist for home, shop fronts and cars. Call today for a quote, 87595629 or find out more at startingfromscratch.com.au. All right, welcome to another episode of the CobraCast. I'm your host, Ricky Prez Logan or Rifty. Uh, my co-host to the left is Ricky Etdog Etridge, the VP. Welcome, mate. How are you tonight, mate? I'm very well, thank you for asking. Uh, just chilling out at home after a hard day of teaching the kids. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be like that way for a while. Um, I'll tell you what, mate, after the last couple of episodes we've released compared to the first probably six or seven, it looks a lot better. I think we've actually got what we're doing, you know, a bit of a handle on it. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting our professionalism up. We're trying our best. But uh, let's bring in our guest. He's um, only been at the club a short while, but he's made quite the impression on and off the field. Uh, and it's the one and only Nick Pip Laleen. Welcome, mate. How's it going? Thank you very much. How are you guys? Yeah, not too bad. I understand you've uh, been without a ride for a little while, mate. Yeah, but it's not actually that bad because, uh, yeah, I can't actually drive it because I don't have a license. So, <laughs> but yet again, it is good, good to have it back. So, and you yeah, shouldn't well, be driving anywhere anyway, mate, unless it's essential. So, a better time than ever to have it nicked, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> No, well, that's all. Well, it all worked out. You got it back. Um, so, so once you do get your hours up, you'll be able to drive around. Yeah, so exactly. How, how are you going with the learners, mate? You almost there or what? Um, yes, yeah, so I am there. So, um, just need to book in a test. But uh, unfortunately, obviously, due to the isolation restrictions, you can't uh, obviously go for your hazards or the actual test. So, oh, okay. So, that's, uh, that's a bit of a shame. Yeah, <laughs> it was nice to see you uh, rack quite a few hours up as you're driving to and from training and game days, though, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was um it's actually really handy. I'm um, just getting those extra few hours in, getting the experience. Um, as obviously you just need the experience, um, just on and off the roads in all conditions, and uh, just yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And as uh, people would know at Sandown, we're very much behind the towards zero campaign. So everyone, you know. Zero is the only number that is acceptable. Yeah, and shout out to to Nick's mum for sitting in the passenger seat while she, while he got those hours up doing the yep. the hard yards. I know I've got a son that's about to turn sixteen this year, so I'll be I'll be on the passenger side soon, teaching my son how to drive. So let's just hope he doesn't uh, drive as fast as he's capable of running. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into uh, some of our questions, mate. Uh, there's nothing hard hitting, but yeah, we'll uh, start it off. So, how long have you been playing football for? Um, so, I've actually been playing football for about five years. So, I played football for um, 
Seaford Tigers for two years, which um mate got me in because uh he actually he asked my mum. So uh and yeah, um she actually said yes for the first time. So uh pretty pleased to play that and then took a few years off for uh for study of course, so for year year eleven and twelve and um then um a couple of years ago, so about three years when I first started um at Sandown. It was uh during my uh brother's bucks party, uh Ricky Etridge um saw uh, me kicking a soccer ball up and down and um he's like, Oh, you're actually pretty good at that, Pip. Well, not actually like Pip, but um obviously you get the picture and he's like, Oh, you should come come down and uh play for Sandown Cobras. So I was like, Oh yeah, okay, just yeah, just like saying, yeah, just like a little uh like a like a drunk promise of, as you would always say, but uh but obviously it's uh wasn't quite as uh as drunk as I actually was and I was actually pretty full on into it. So I was like, Okay, I'll give him a go. Then uh so I went down to the club and it was absolutely amazing. The uh the vibe and um just the people there were absolutely amazing. I'd just like to point out Ruth, the um as you were here with one of our other episodes, I was two from two that night. Him and Harley Fulton, I both had a couple of you know, a couple of jars of beer and convinced them both to come down that night. So yeah, it's a good, you know, good if any AFL recruit. clubs looking for a recruiter, just hit us up, mate. Yeah, just yep. uh Ed Dog will send him out to Bucks parties recruiting blokes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I have one rule when it comes to recruiting for Bucks nights and I think anyone can guess what that is. Oh, we won't get into that. Well, <laughs> uh, so you've only been at the club a couple of years now, but you've uh, and you know you've got a bit of a cult following with the boys. You know the boys have taken you under their wing, and uh, um, they quickly gave you the nickname Pip. Um, you want to give a little backstory to that nickname there? Um, so I'm pretty sure it came across because I. Uh, I used to have uh, fairly, fairly longer hair, so like the typical emo kind of, kind of side fringe for the cut. And um, so I think it was for the for the second training session I was down there. There was um, there was a one of the other lads' um, nicknames was Pipsqueak, and um, I just happened to look a little bit like him. And um, so they they came up with the little idea of uh, just splitting that name up. So uh, it's obviously Pipsqueak kept uh, Squeak, and I got Pip. Yep. Um. So and you still get called Squeak every now and then anyway. So it doesn't really matter about the nickname, does it? You people still call Pip Squeak and Squeak Pip and <laughs> vice versa all the time. But uh, it's a good nickname and it's stuck. I think it suits. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but so yeah, like we said, you've only been at the club a little while. But what's been the favourite uh, moment so far playing for Sandown? Oh, favourite moment so far. Um, oh, there's there's quite a few, but um, off the top of my head, favourite moment um, was probably during one of uh, my reserves games. Um, I was sitting on the bench for uh, one of the third quarters and um, one of the ex-coaches um, um, came up to me and I was like, oh, hey, Pip, do you mind um, playing for the, for the seniors for the next game, which is straight after? And I didn't know actually what to say at the time, so... Um, so uh, yes, obviously I was like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll um, see how I go actually, and then played a solid quarter and a bit. So first seniors game. No, oh, nice. So that's a good one. And um, this next question, it's probably going to be a bit different answer to most guests we've had so far because, like I said, you've only been at the club a couple of years. But who's been the best player you've played alongside at Sandown? 
well, probably the best player would obviously be the most consistent. And I would probably say that Joshy Herford was probably oh, the best player. God, do we really have to... Jeez, jeez. <laughs> you... oh, we'll cut that out. Do you want to re-answer that one? Or... I think he's getting a bigger head in where he does. <laughs> Love you, Josh. <laughs> well, um, with that, obviously, Josh, he does like to celebrate a goal, as we've seen a couple of occasions. Who, in your opinion, is the player that loves to celebrate a goal the most? Well, probably you, Rat Dog. 100% all the time. Correct answer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Finally, someone actually has some sense in their answers. <laughs> Um, I don't know. His last answer was pretty senseless before that. So. Yeah, he's made, he's made up for it now, though. <laughs> he's had to. He's had to come back strong. <laughs> um, you got any pre-game routines? Like, what is your pre-game routine, actually? Sorry. Pre-game routine would uh, well, probably be sitting in uh, that little side stool that, um, that everybody sees me sitting on right next to the, right next to the door, obviously, for, at the home games. And just uh, shivering and just uh, getting all the nerves out, shaking them all out, and then uh, obviously just going to the loo just beforehand, like five or ten times before uh, each game. So you might have only been there for two years, Rifty, but he understands the purpose, you know, you need to have your own certain spot in them rooms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what's the funniest thing that happened to you on the footy field, be it at Sandown or when you're playing it down at Seaford? Funniest thing? Funniest thing? Oh... I think probably the funniest thing was probably the most horrendous thing that has happened actually. And um, that was, I think it was that, I think it was last year at one of our home games. Um, I went in for, to pick up one of the balls and I did a head clash and I, I apparently according to, to Ed dog, I uh, bounced right back up and it was like, it was so surprised because apparently the, the guy that I clashed my head with was um, still on the ground for, for a couple of seconds. And um, yeah, it was, Quite surprising because I didn't think I got up that quick. <laughs> well, that happened to be the day that you got a lift with me at home and you're throwing up in my work esky by any chance? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yes, it was. Absolutely. <laughs> you went from being absolutely not formal and nine to a you know, definite you know, um, delayed concussion onset that day. It was quite extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, have you got any, you know, you said the funniest on-field moment, which is also off-field, but do you have a favourite off-field moment, like a function or anything in particular down at the club? Um, favourite function? Um, I think just any of the trivia nights were actually pretty good. So those were, um, yeah, obviously held really good nights and um, obviously just get to um, socialise and um, just have a pretty good time just with everybody and get to know a little bit more about the club and the supporters. And so that was... a uh, so, yeah, those are probably my most fun times, I reckon, probably the trivia nights. Yeah, they're always good. You get to see what our teammates act smart and actually are smart. Yeah, exactly. He didn't want to mention footy trip at all, did he? I did exactly. actually notice that. I figured he might have been a little bit smarter than that. So, you got anything you want to add to that one, Rifty, that we're allowed to? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, well, the young fella was in quite fine form. And, um, you know, the night's winding up. We decided we're all heading back to our rooms and we all three of us happen to be in the same room. We've got all got back to our room, walked in the door and we go, hold on a minute, where's Pip? 
we'd lost him somewhere along the way. He decided to wander off on his own. So me being the responsible, sober man that I was on the trip, decided to go looking for him. Going up and down, up and down every floor of this damn ship. And I just so happened to find him as a staff member goes, oh, is this bloke with you? Standing up against the sink with his head leaning against the sink, <laughs> the wall above a sink, sound asleep. So I had to, you know, drag him back to the room to, to go to bed because he was quite comfy there <laughs> sleeping against the wall. But <laughs> Backstroke in a, back a port three feet will do that to you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, speaking of cruise ships, part of you know, a cruise ship is a big reason why we are currently in isolation. Which teammate would be loving being stuck in isolation? Which teammate would be absolutely hating it? Absolutely loving it would either be Matt Dicko Dixon or uh, I would say probably Bo King. He would he'd probably love it a little bit, I think. But um, obviously I can... Before you go on to teammates that would be hating it, I would love an explanation for both of them because our previous guest said that uh, Bo would be hating it. So I'm curious as to why Dicko would be liking it and so would Bo. And I've seen you nod your head with that one too, Rifty, so... Explanation. Okay. Um, so this will actually be because uh, I think for the first few weeks of the uh, isolation laws, well, not really laws, but like the restrictions coming out from, uh, from the Australian government, we've got a few Snapchats from um, Dicko and um, Bo King at a uh, little hotel. So, and they were saying that they absolutely hate isolation. So it <laughs> seems a little bit ironic that they, that they hate it and they're in a little hotel. Yeah, I actually quite like that answer. They're <laughs> yeah, nice. Unfortunately, they've uh, they're back to reality now. So they were they did get stuck in paradise there for a bit. So yeah, they were quite enjoying their isolation stuck up there. But now they're back in reality. Things have changed. And if you want to, if you want to know like the actual date they come back to reality, scroll back through their socials. You'll see the day where every single day they post something and then it just stops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, what AFL team do you support, mate? Oh, it's got to be the Richmond Tigers for sure. Yeah, and uh, who's the favourite player of all time? I oh, favourite player of all time. It's not Dusty Martin because he's gone a little bit downhill lately. So, uh, well, geez, it's not uh, the, the Tiger fans are going to come and lynch you, mate. <laughs> the man got and, Norm uh, Smith at the the grand finals. So I don't know how <laughs> downhill he's gone. Did you hear? Uh, he's also the 2020 Brownlow medalist. It's a bit overrated, surely. He <laughs> helped me clean up in the sweeps. So. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, who's your favourite um, AFL? I actually don't have one, unfortunately. So. Oh, all right, all so. good. Uh, have you played any other sports? Um, I have actually. I used to play soccer. Um, when I was about eight through till 11, actually. So for Seaver Tigers again. Just on and that, actually, I've heard from a pretty good source that you were actually fairly good back in your younger days at soccer. Yeah, I was uh, pretty average. I, uh, so in the competitive scene, I was uh, scoring maybe eight to nine goals a game. So uh, yeah, and a few of them were a couple of headers from halfway line. So it's not really too bad, I guess. <laughs> Fair enough. Remember when we were asking our uh, players if they had a secret talent rifty i think we just had our first actual legit answer 
Yeah, so the secret talent is uh, soccer and you can head it in from half field. All right. Too bad you can't head it in, in footy, eh? <laughs> that, might, that might go a bit straighter than some of your kicks you've pulled off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so who would be the... Um, the biggest sporting hero outside of football, I say. All other sports, who would be the sporting idol? Biggest sporting idol? Um, probably Michael Jordan, 100%. So, yeah, just all of his videos gets me teary every time he uh, just does anything, especially yeah. in, his, uh, in his baseball records as well. Just <laughs> 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 oh, oh, that's a gold answer. All right. So have you been watching the last dance, the new doco on him? Unfortunately not, no. It's been a little bit too busy for that. So. Yeah, not too sure as much baseball on that one. So. <laughs> no, no, I think they've skimmed over that pretty quickly. Um, but what would be the uh, ultimate sporting event you'd love to go to? Ultimate sporting events? Uh, oh. Well, I am a fairly big gamer myself. And there was meant to be the uh, the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. And um, unfortunately, I think that's been postponed. So I think that would have been pretty good because um, they were going to have a, uh, a few video game characters on there as well, like um, Mario doing a few opening segments and stuff. So I wish I was there to see it. Fair enough. Nice. Different. bit different. But that's what we like about Pippi. Rolls a bit different to the others. Um, all right. And so... It's three-quarter time, and the boys need a lift, all right? We need someone to give us a pump up. And if you could pick any coach, and this can be a real coach, it could be a fictional movie coach or, you know, a real coach that's been, you know, portrayed in a movie, any type of coach, who would you pick to do that three-quarter time rev-up speech? I can't remember who it was, but um, I think uh, during Space Jam, there was a, um, one of the cartoon characters I don't think it was Bugs Bunny, but it was one of the other guys. And um, yeah, I can't remember his name, but um, I think it was. Um, oh, sorry, it was a guy from Ghostbusters, wasn't it? That did the um the halftime prep. Nah, brought out the um the um Michael Jordan's secret stuff or something. And um, nah, it was Bugs, wasn't it? It was. Bugs. Yeah, it was Bugs. Yeah. It was Bugs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah, obviously Bugs Bunny then, hundred percent brings yeah. out the secret stuff. I guess bring out the water. <laughs> it, it fired me up, I reckon, Bugs. Yeah, definitely. I'm down for um, that one. You'd be running pretty quick if you're seeing a cartoon character all of a sudden just coming out of nowhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> speaking of um, Space Jam and movies and whatnot, have you got any guilty pleasure movies or TV shows, say like a Married at First Sight or any TV show that you'd probably prefer to try and keep secret from the fellas down at the club? I used to be a very big fan follower of Married at First Sight, yes. <laughs> just every season. Um, yeah, obviously just, just I had to flick it on television if it was on. Just had to get everybody out of the room just so I could sit down and have some peace and quiet while watching it. So <laughs> That must be why the bear trap gets along with you so well. Yeah, yeah exactly. I haven't told him yet. So. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, actually, speaking of reality TV and, my opinion, garbage... Um, which teammate would actually make the best reality TV star and why would that be? I think the most popular or probably the best at the club, I would probably say 
would have to be Matt Jolly, 100%, because um, he's obviously got just all the the right things to say at the right times. And, like, given the current circumstances, it's it's just exactly what you need to hear. Just have a good laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's a popular answer. That was um, my answer, I'm fairly sure. So, again, he's he might have started pretty... You know, shakily with the Joshy Herford answer, but since then, mate, he's come back strong. <laughs> um, while we're on you know, a bit of a movie subject and whatnot, if a movie was to be based on your life, who would you want to play you? Hmm. Somebody to do a movie. Probably Matt LeBlanc, 100%. <laughs> just, to, just keep it fairly simple. Just him. He's a little bit old to play young Pip, but exactly. maybe maybe just... old Grandpa Pip. <laughs> He'd pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> you see what your answer, mate. There's uh, technology there today that can easily you know, do that stuff. Oh, true, true. Yeah. <laughs> With obviously being stuck in isolation and not being able to drive anywhere, even if you did have a license in a car, um, what are the three things that you'd be lost without that you currently do have three things i'd be lost without that you currently have probably a pillow a bed and uh maybe a roof over my head i think i'd be pretty lost and maybe a map <laughs> i think you'd also be considered homeless as well actually yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. i actually don't know how to ask this question after that because it doesn't really make any sense but What's the first thing you'll be doing once isolation and social distance is no longer needed and do not say go and sleep under a bridge? I'd probably get within one metre of somebody, 100%. Probably give them a good punch to the face, I guess. <laughs> get all the contact in. <laughs> Fair enough. Like I said, he's, he, he rolls differently. <laughs> oh, <Old> young pig. <laughs> Um, so mate, have you, uh, have you kept up with the Tiger King? Have you, are you across that? No, I haven't watched a single episode, but I've heard, and I absolutely believe that Carol did kill her, kill her husband. Well, there you go. That answers that question without me even asking it. The kid hasn't even seen the show and he's already made up his mind. Mate, what, what it does show you though, it means he's been watching the episodes knowing that we're going to be asking that question. He's straight onto it, mate. Yep. <laughs> All right. So we've got a little game of um, Cards Against Humanity here. Okay. I'm going to give you a scenario question and an answer. And Ed Dog's going to give you an answer. And you've got to choose which one you like best. Okay. And uh, okay. so the question here is, I'm pretty sure I'm high right now because I'm absolutely mes mesmerized by my one is a shiny rock that proves I love you. <laughs> I'm just going to you know, sort of work off a previous answer you wouldn't be able to live without, and that's sexy pillow fights. Oh, God. All right. Sexy so <laughs> straight away, sexy pillow fights is the winner? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely mesmerized by sexy pillow fights. All right, there you go. One point to Ed Dog. <laughs> we probably uh, really should start keeping the score with this, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should be right. Pretty sure I'm winning, but don't worry. It's all right. Um, so any anything else you want to add in, Ed Dog, before we wrap this up? Um, no, not really. It was 
absolute pleasure having young Pip on our show today. And he definitely uh, delivered with some of the better answers I think we've had throughout our first handful of a uh, dozen episodes or so. Yeah. Very yeah, well, nice. thanks. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for joining us, Pip. Thank you very much, Ricky. I hope... Uh, and Ricky. You're uh, able to get out on the road sooner rather than later. And um, we'd just like to mention that anyone that is struggling and needs someone else to talk to that there's beyondblue.org.au um, or if you, you're in desperate need of someone to talk to, you can call Lifeline on 131111 or 131111. Um, and thanks again for Pip joining us and thank you, Ed Dog. And uh, just one more thing, mate. Um, any past players or any you know, former committee members, whoever, even if you just or a supporter of Sandown in the last 60 years or 58 years and want to jump on the show and tell us about your time at the club, um, hit us up on our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Sandown Cobras FNC, and we'll organise a time for you to come on and actually talk about a bit more about our past, of our history of our club. Yeah, beautiful. All right, thank you and thanks, Pip, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for watching the Cobra Cast with the present VP. And if you need somebody to talk to, why not contact New Life Psychology in Berwick? They are now taking phone appointments. Or you could head to otlr.com.au for tips and info. And we are supporters of the Towards Zero TAC campaign. Head to towardszero.vic.gov.au for information. Because zero is the only acceptable number.